And we're back, HVAC system, ready to roll. It's more the consistency than it is the um, sound, because when it turns off, it messes things up, because then now it's not level. But anyway, that's me nerding out about tech things that you might not care about. Anyway, welcome to the Nightly Muse podcast. This is your host, Tanaya Shea. Music by Lofly. Shout out. Lowfly Productions, L-O-F-L-Y, he's the guy, Productions. So, last episode I talked about the power of spoken word and how when you speak a word over somebody, it hits different. In the words of Teve Raishe, Teve Raishe Mushayamunda. I don't know if I should be throwing out his government, but he says it on our podcast. So (laughs) we have the same listeners. (laughs) Anyway, it hits different. And sometimes you just need to hear it. Because, I mean, in in certain instances, like like, let's think about it, right? Like if you believe in God or one day come to believe in him. Like my pastor says, we don't see him, but we believe in him. We don't feel him in the way that we feel the presence of other people that we see, touch, and experience every day. But we believe that he's active in there. And so I don't audibly hear God say, I love you. But I believe it conceptually and theologically. And he uses other people around us as vessels to show us his love, to remind us that if if my dad can show me love in a way that I need, how much more does God, who is perfect, who has no failings, who doesn't like hold back in any sense of the word, how much more does God love me? If my sisters who can know that I need acceptance and a kiss on the cheek or a a held hand every now and then, if they can see me and know me and give me what I need in those moments, how much more will God see me, know me and give me everything that I need in abundance and infinite power and glory and love? And so, yes, like we are called to love, but also we give people a glimpse of God on this side. And it's beautiful. So I was in our group and we did this exercise. There's this concept, this thing, a biblical principle. It's a, it's a word. It's called Ebenezer or Ebenezer. Um I'm not sure the exact pronunciation if I were Jewish or an Israelite. But in English terms, it's a stone of remembrance. Something miraculous happens and they place these stones in a spot and they might even name it. 
as a means to remember God's faithfulness, to remember what God did at a time of desperation or at a time where he just provided. And our exercise, shout out Jacob, was to write down on a a pebble or a stone that he brought, stones that he procured somehow. And and uh, write down something that we needed to say to ourselves, a name of a friend that we need to pray for, something to remember God's power, to remember to pray, to remember that we can give God control and trust that he will do what he needs to do. And so I wrote down two things. God still heals. And you are my son. I love you. And again, that movie having reverberations in my life that I wouldn't expect. But in spaces of of heavy brokenness, in spaces of dysfunction, toxicity, and pain, I have to remember that God is still capable of healing. That those situations and circumstances don't change immediately. That I, I, I believe in a God, I, I serve a God who sees, knows, and is in the business of restoration. And so I'm trying to remind myself every morning when I see that rock, because it's on my bed, bedside on the, the, the nightstand, I think is what it's called. Um, I look at it and the hope is that I remind myself and I recite those words. I say, God still heals and I am his son and he loves me. He doesn't love me more than anybody, everybody else. It's not a narcissistic thing. It's, it's just a reminder that I am loved because sometimes I don't feel it. And people aren't going to say it all the time but I can say it to myself. And it it reminds me of the scene from The Help where the lady goes, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. And she said it every morning. I remember the scene, it happened all the time. And it's, it's powerful, yes, because of the words, but it's also powerful because you say it enough and you actually believe it because the world, the circumstances, pain, things are going to get thrown at you where you're going to question that all the time. My struggle with pornography, I question my worthiness, my ability, my, my capability of being a father and a good husband one day because of that struggle. I, I question that. The devil wants me to question that. Life makes me question that. And I can choose to allow those questions and those fears to eat me alive, or I can speak truth to myself on the daily. And it's easier to forget sometimes that I got I to gotta speak that truth to myself. 
it's not necessarily easier to forget, but we do. It's easy to forget, rather. And I don't know. I think I was talking to a friend and, you know, the accountability piece of, I think a lot of times in sin, in Christian community, we we can view ourselves in light of our sin and not in light of salvation. And this kind of harkens back to, <laughs> never used that before, but I think this applies, the conversation I had with Timmy, where it's important that we do things that allow us to dismantle the lies that the enemy tries to get us to believe. And like I said, if you believe what I believe in terms of our faith, the work that Jesus did on the cross is a fully finished work. And we can decide to live in that freedom and in that salvation or live as somebody who's still actively trying to earn it. And that's kind of the whole point of the cross is that we couldn't earn it. We couldn't do it on our own and we needed somebody to, the founder and the finisher are, the founder and the finisher of our faith, somebody to do it and complete that work. And so a lot of times I feel like, you know, if I'm a coach, I'm never gonna look at my, and if if you're my friend who was in this conversation, yes, I reuse material. And also, yes, <laughs> I talk about moments that I share with my friends without, you know, name dropping because anonymity is important and confidentiality is important. But I also typically try to only say things that I say, you know, to protect people. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, I said, as a coach, I never look at my kid and say, you suck. <laughs> you know, you messed up there and you're just trash. <laughs> I would never say that. Um, but what I do say is, hey, what you just did is not up to par with your potential and your talent and your skill level. Like a lot of times we act out of character and sometimes we act within our character. And sometimes that means that there are things that need to change. But a lot of times I would say we're acting outside of our character. And if we view ourselves as who we are made to be and who we're capable of being and not the mistakes that we make, I think that it would develop way more confident, way more whole and, and like healed people, if that makes sense. And I guess my point there was to say, as a coach, I look at my kids in light of their potential, in light of who they are capable of being and I coach them to achieve that, to live in their potential, to live in their, in the truth of who they are and the truth of who they are very much a capable, a capable, <laughs> in who they're very much able to become. And I try not to put a cap on what my kids are able to do. Obviously, 
staying within the realms of reality. But at the same time, like I want to encourage my kids to know that what they can do, like if they work hard at it and if they do what needs to be done, like, yes, they can achieve this. And I just feel like that is something that we need to do for ourselves. I need to look at myself in the mirror and say, man, like you are God's son and he loves you. And yeah, there may be some brokenness and pain and hardships that you're experiencing, but he's capable of healing them. Trust in that, rest in that and continue to move forward from a place of serving a God who heals and sees you. And so that's my encouragement to y'all. That's what I'm learning right now. Um, God sees, he heals. And man, if you need a rock to write on, find a rock (laughs) and write some words that you can say to yourself to encourage yourself and say, you is kind, you is smart, and you are fully loved. And you're worth loving, worth being cared for, worth being fought for, worth being sought after. You are loved. So, Nightly Musers, I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in and shout out Low Fly. Peace.